Listen, all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. And welcome to Ludob Sunday. Thanks for being with us. Uh, we have a lot to cover today, as they say. And unfortunately, it is not a nice like to suggest that we have from uh, every part of the globe something to talk about today and much here at home. Uh, let's begin with the Israel. Hamas war and what is uh, the latest uh, uh, series of developments. A second U.S. aircraft strike force has now taken up station in the eastern Mediterranean, folks. The Dwight D. Eisenhower joining up with the Gerald Ford Aircraft Carrier Strike Force. Now, these are uh, tremendous, tremendous ships with uh, unprecedented capacity uh, for aircraft and for munitions that they carry of all sorts, including nuclear. Uh, these are extraordinary uh, weapons to put into the region, and I think that just everyone who is concerned about Israel, uh, who is worried about the uh, the the attacks of Hamas, the uh, the. It just it, it infuriates me to a point I can't even uh, sometimes speak, and this is one of them, obviously. I mean, I am so angry uh, to hear the United Nations talking about constraining Israel in its retaliation against Hamas. I am so sick and tired of hearing the United Kingdom foreign minister and over talking about, well, Israel cannot be permitted to uh, go into Gaza and, and to strike back at Hamas. Uh, the Those who are trying to, at this moment, constrain Israel were not listening at any point uh, to Prime Minister Netanyahu. He said that Israel will annihilate Hamas in Gaza. They will be eliminated, and this will not stand, and it will never happen again. Uh, the two strike forces I just mentioned that are now on station in the eastern Mediterranean to protect Israel, to protect Israel from Hamas, Hezbollah, from Iran, uh, and other other actors in the region. Uh, as Iran is now threatening to intervene in the Israel-Hamas war, uh, those ships are there, uh, those two strike forces are there to remind them uh, that this is not under, under any circumstance a, a bluff. It is not an empty threat. They now face simultaneous devastation by the weapons aboard those two strike forces, and there are about 40 ships in all, if Iran were to make the mistake of intervening in any way against Israel. Uh, again, the UK foreign minister talking about Israel being constrained uh, in its retaliation against Hamas uh, and to to the extent possible protect civilians from harm. Hamas, as we all know, uses civilians as shields. Uh, their, their stores of ammunition and weapons within Gaza are all situated in civilian areas and surrounded and uh, indeed uh, beneath uh, civilian populations and Hamas themselves often are indistinguishable from civilians, whether in Gaza or any other part of the Middle East. Uh, I, I just cannot imagine why we put up with this United Nations folks. I am so disturbed by what has been formulated as a a, a wall of uh, protection around Hamas, uh, using the 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 nonsense, the tripe 
uh, of uh, they're so concerned about civilians that you couldn't possibly retaliate against the evil, the evil Hamas terrorists who who struck innocent Israelis, and I'm talking about men, women, children, and babies, and I didn't hear. Frankly, I did not hear such concern for those Israeli victims of these horrific terrorists, Hamas, uh, as I am hearing now about their concerns for the Palestinians, uh, the, uh, the, the civilians of Gaza. It's, it's extraordinary. And, and then to think that we're hearing also the, the United States government can't renege on its agreement to provide that 16 billion. It is 16 billion folks, by the way, in total that's been frozen that was being released by the Biden administration. But the six billion dollars specifically that is in the Qatar, uh, bank, uh, that they are now, it turns out, watching but have not refrozen, uh, the administration is talking out both sides of its mouth. It's playing cute with its language, talking about we are watching over that money, but they have not frozen that money, and it may or may not have been released in any quantity to the Iranians. We don't know the truth of it. We don't know anything approaching the truth of it because this administration has been playing so fast and loose with facts, uh, the truth, for so long, but in particular in its foreign policy, that, that that we can't trust anything they say. But we can trust one thing, moving those two U.S. aircraft carrier strike groups into the eastern Mediterranean is the biggest possible statement uh, above all that they could have made because that means that the U.S. military is prepared uh, to strike against any intervention by outside powers. And by the way, that is not just Iran. Because now we know that the uh, the, the Chinese uh, and the Russians, both members of the Security Council, are working behind the scenes to stop the retaliation of Israel against Hamas in Gaza. Uh, we are, we know they're working behind the scenes. We do not know the substance of it, but we certainly can divine uh, and infer precisely what it is they mean to do. And what they mean to do is to leave Israel isolated, in effect, because all of the United Nations, folks, I have to tell you, I, I will put my bias right out in front of you, as I always do. The United Nations is a worthless relic of a, a Cold War paradigm that has long outlived its usefulness. It is a, a body of, of anti-democratic uh, nations uh, and interests and forces that conspire against the United States, against Western Europe, uh, against all of the democracies, all of the democracies uh, on this planet. And it's time that we took into account reality. It is time that the United States government, it won't be this administration, but it hopefully will be the next, can deal with a reality and make decisions based on clear and open-eyed judgment uh, that is uh, bereft of any any consideration other than what is in the interest of the United States and our other democracies around the country, uh, because that is the opposite of what is happening, unfortunately, to our country uh, and to this globe right now. I I, I have to say something I, I didn't think I'd ever say. Uh, I have to... I have to salute uh, 
the French President Macron, he ordered out 7,000 troops as more incidents of anti-Semitism were breaking out in his country as pro-Palestinian uh, demonstrations were growing uh, even after uh, all of the authorities, local uh, and provincial, as, as well as the federal authorities in France, telling these groups that they would not be permitted to uh, to demonstrate. Uh, they did so anyway. He brought out 7,000 troops and made it very clear that France is prepared to deport anyone who is in that country illegally, who has uh, given them any grounds for deportation whatsoever, including breaking their laws, they will be leaving France and will be dealt with summarily. And you will notice we're not seeing demonstrations today in France by the pro, uh, pro-Palestinian pro forces and, and interest in France. I think it's a great, great lesson for the United States. And as I say, I am delighted, but still nonetheless shocked to say I'm saluting uh, France for what it is doing to handle a situation that is ugly uh, and as potentially destructive as any that uh, we faced in some time. And to think that we are dealing with uh, Iran on this basis, uh, who is blindly supporting Hamas, because, of course, it is sponsoring Hamas. And I think, uh, without evidence, and there is no evidence, to my knowledge, unless it's in the uh, custody of our intelligence agencies or other Western intelligence agencies, including, of course, the Mossad, uh, I have no no clear evidence, and nor have I read of any, that Iran is behind uh, what happened on October 7th. 